Thank you so much for tuning in today. You're listening to The Daily, and I'm your host, Amy Carlin. I've been thinking about the prodigal son. I think most of us know this story. A rich man had two sons, and the younger son requested that he be given his half of the inheritance early. He quickly spent it all on riotous living and became poor. He did menial labor feeding pigs just to survive until he remembered that his father's servants were being treated and fed far better than he was. He decided to go home, admit his mistakes, and beg for work from his father. He didn't expect to be received as a son, but his father came running out to meet him. Now, this is important because it would have been very undignified for a man in that kind of position to run. But that is how pleased this father was to see his child. He proceeded to throw a party and kill the fatted calf in celebration of his son's return, and he dressed his son in fine clothing, even pacifying the frustrated older son along the way. This story reminds me of a verse in Proverbs. Train up a child in the way he should go, and when he is old, he will not depart from it. Many parents may wonder how this can be accurate when they have done their best to teach their children what they know to be true, and then their children choose instead to leave those beliefs behind them, to live in ways that they were taught as a child were wrong. It's worth noting that Proverbs specifies that this steadfastness happens in old age. It doesn't necessarily mean that a child taught correct principles will never test those principles. It doesn't mean they won't test their boundaries. It doesn't say they will never leave the path. It doesn't say that they will never question or doubt the way they were raised. The prophet Alma the Younger himself was a prodigal for a while. He and his friends went around preaching against the Church of Jesus Christ, until an angel came down and commanded them to stop and told them that what they were doing was wrong, much like the Apostle Paul's experience. They went on to become men of God, and they were able to be instruments in his hands to teach many of their own people and many of their people's enemies to believe in Jesus Christ. Alma's son, Corianton, didn't preach against the church, but we learn that he boasted of his own strength and his own wisdom while he was serving a mission. Not only did he do that, he left his mission to chase after a harlot while he was still supposed to be teaching the Zoramite people. And those people wouldn't listen to the other missionaries when they saw his behavior. Alma told him, when they saw your conduct, they would not believe in my words. To Corianton's credit, He shaped up after his father chastened him and taught him about the things that were confusing and frustrating him about the gospel. We learn several chapters later that Corianton did not depart from the way he was raised after he grew up and gained some experience. He followed the example of his righteous brothers. He declared the word of God with them and became a just and a good man. I think the biggest takeaway here is that we always have the option to return. It doesn't matter what we've done with our lives. We need to square it away and return to the path of righteousness. And if we have loved ones off the path, we need to love them 
and welcome them back. We need to let them know that we love them no matter who they are, no matter what they've done, and that there is always opportunity for them to return. It may take time. Change sometimes doesn't even happen in this lifetime, but it's always available. Thank you again for listening today. The Daily is brought to you by The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints.